You know I love me a Woods Big List, and today, Wood, we had a good one. Yes, we did. It was nice to see the dad jokes make a stunning comeback. Uh, some better than others. Yeah. You didn't like my Flamingo one, but that's Well, fine. it's okay. They're not all going to be gems. Also, Drunk Dial. <laughs> the second return of Drunk Dial. As Kelly Jordan hosts the game Drunk. Well, it was at WeFest. What do you want from me, dude? You what, am I gonna stay, what am I going to stay sober at WeFest? Uh, we also had two sisters trying to save each other's life in the trash flash. Yeah. And uh, all and over the place. It was it was typical. HR Files was good. That's right. You'll hear it all right now in this podcast. Kelly and Wood. All right, we're doing it. We're building Wood's Big List. And today, what you want from us, Wood? Very simple. I want your best dad joke. All right. Man, the texts are pouring in already for this one. I already got some rolling in here. How about Hunter texted this one in? First time texter, too, by the way. My wife said I should do lunges to stay in shape. That would be a big step forward. <laughs> See, that's the perfect dad joke. There you go. Uh, and, uh, Ashley, what do you call two birds that stick together? Velcros. Uh- I love that joke. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? I should have this ready. I I don't know. He had nobody to dance with. Nobody. There you go. That's one from Stephanie. Uh, Other ones rolling in here. Uh, Where does a one-legged waitress work? Well, IHOP. Uh, Come on, why are you stealing it right there? I'm sorry if I know the punchline, should I not say? Uh, My favorite one is when someone says, I got a haircut. And you say, just one? Oh, yeah. That's, my, that's actually my dad's one. That's like, hi, hey, dad, I'm hungry. Hi, hungry, I'm dad or whatever. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, other people texting in, uh, every time I take my dad to lunch, he sa- I always ask the waitress, do you have anything cheap because I'm not that hungry? They'll always say something like chicken strips. He says, well, maybe it does, but that doesn't help my hunger. That's an original, too. That's not bad, I actually. I made that up on the fly. Uh, <laughs> other ones are saying, why shouldn't you play? Uh, wear glasses when you play football? Because it's a contact sport. <laughs> <laughs> that was not That's bad. good. What does Alexander the Great and Winnie the Pooh have in common? I don't know. They both have the same middle name. I, I don't get it. The. Alexander oh, the okay. Great, Winnie the Pooh. I didn't even get that one. Um, that's my That's my bad. That's my bad. Uh, every time my dad sits in his chair and he puts his recliner, he says, me and my chair go way back. <laughs> <laughs> when my dad orders eggs at breakfast, he says, I'll have bacon and eggs, please. The, obviously, the server always says, how do you like your eggs? He always says, I don't know. Haven't gotten them yet. It's good. All right. That's good. All right. That's equivalent to when the, you know, your plate is clean at the end of the meal and the waitress comes again and you're like, she goes, was it good? No, I hated it. You know what I'm saying? That's the same type of, that's the same type of deal right there. Uh, what is blue and smells like red paint? I don't know. Blue paint. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, one, that oh, one was messing with my mind, man. Here's one from Jason. This is for all the farmers out there. What do farmers do when they need to buy a new cow? I don't know. They look through a cattle log. <laughs> <laughs> These are fantastic. Uh, Schneids, what do you call a rude cow? I, I don't know. Beef jerky. <laughs> Right. I'm loving this. Like I'm not going to read any of them. I like you delivering them. We're getting good right. here. Well, here, let's let's keep the calls. Let's keep the text coming in. We got someone sitting on hold wants to get one. What's up? Uh, which days are the strongest? It's Saturday and Sunday. The rest are just weekdays. <laughs> That's not bad. That's pretty funny. It's not actually. terrible. That's the thing. Not all dad jokes are not funny. That's like, pretty good. Some of them are really good. Thanks. All right, let's keep them coming, man. This is another one of those that I wish we could just do all day long. This is a great text in from Lisa. She says, my dad has two all the time. Whenever we're at a restaurant, they say, do you you want a box for that? Yeah. He says, no, but I'll wrestle you for it. (laughs) And whenever we're checking out at the grocery store, they always say, would you like the milk in the bag? He says, no, thanks. Keep it in the carton. Man, I love it. All right, keep them coming. 320-656-9453. Kelly and Wood. And we are building Wood's Big List. This might be my favorite one we've ever done. We want your best dad jokes for Wood's Big List. And they are rolling in here. They're, we're getting some really, really good ones here. Uh, all right, how about this one? All right? All right. Hold on. Let me get the sound effect ready. Make here. sure all you right. got it. All right. You know why you never see an elephant hiding in a tree? Why? Because they're really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. good. No, that's good. 
What do you call an illegally parked frog? I I don't know. Toad. <laughs> uh, all right. What do you call a cow with no legs? Uh, oh, I know this one. Ground beef. Yeah. There you go. What do you? Uh, what concert costs only forty-five cents? I don't know. Fifty cent featuring Nickelback. <laughs> Damn, that's good. What do you call a miniature cow? I don't. I don't know. Condensed milk. <laughs> <laughs> some of these I can't say. I would love to tell y'all some of these. Why uh, they're dirty? I didn't know dad jokes would ever be dirty. How about this one? A bear walks into a bar and orders a gin and tonic. The bartender says, "Why the big pause?" He says, "Those are the only ones I have." That's good. That's good. <laughs> now this one's a classic. You may know this one already. Okay, from Tiffany. This is like my dad's favorite joke. What's brown and sticky? I don't know. A stick. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, what did the fish say when it swam into the cement wall? I, I don't know. Damn. Oh, I get it. <laughs> that one took me a second. <laughs> All right. Uh, should I wrap this one up here with one final dad joke here? Yeah. All right. To give, it, give us the best one that got texted in because like a hundred of them got texted in. I like this one here. Why do flamingos lift up one leg? I don't know. Because if they lift them both up, they'd fall. Good. Oh, you didn't like that one. That was a new one. No. I like the ones that are like the damn one. Like that's mm. th- those are my favorite. Uh, this other one it was really funny. It was like actually this was my dad's favorite joke until I told him he had to stop. He would ask people if that shirt was felt, and they would always say no. And then he'd rub on their shirt. Oh yeah. And say now it is. He's, I had to tell him to stop doing that, especially when I had friends coming over. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I could keep doing this all day long, dude. Mm-hmm. I could listen to dad jokes. All some day. of y'all have hilarious ones that I cannot say on here. Yeah, come on, man, you 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 can get fired. Someone sent us like an audio message or something, but I can't get it to play. Oh, so sorry about that. Well, I wanted to. Yeah, but hey, we love getting audio messages. Either way, that was fun. Woods Big List is always a classic. That's a good one. And today we did dad jokes. If you missed the first part of it, it'll be up on the podcast immediately following the show. Kelly and Wood. All right, it is now time to play Drunk Dial, where you can either answer the question correctly or you can rely on the person that we have on the phone. Or not on the phone, but the person that we recorded who had had drinks. Oh, yeah. To answer correctly. On the phone, though, we have Tammy, who's ready to play this morning. Tammy, what are you up to? I'm heading to work. All right, awesome. Well, Tammy, we would love for you to play Drunk Dial. Are you ready? I am ready. So I'm going to play you a question that I asked someone who had had a lot of drinks at WeFest, okay? <laughs> okay. And you either have to answer it correctly or you can rely on them to answer it correctly, okay? Alright. Now, I I was a little tipsy myself and I forgot to get this person's name. Attaboy! <laughs> so, so I would love to tell you who the caller is that we're playing with right now, but I'm not even 100% sure myself. Well, the caller's Tammy. I mean, the, the person that... Come on, dude. Yeah, like, you never mess up words. Give me a break. <laughs> Alright, so here's here's the question that I asked the person when I've been having drinks at WeFest. Okay. What month has 28 days? I, I think you I, I don't think you buckled your seatbelt, Tammy. There we go. All right. No. Hold on. There we go. My door was open. That's Play, right. Play it safe. All right, here's the question I asked the person at WeFest. What month has 28 days? What month has 28 days? Do you want to answer well, that, February, or do you want to drunk well, February dial? February only has 28 days, but all months have 28 days. Okay, so you want to answer it then? Yes. All, and your answer is all months? No, my answer is February has exactly 28 days, except for on leap year, but all of the months have them every month. Very good. Here, here, here's, that was tricky. Here's what would have happened had you drug dialed. <laughs> What month has 28 days? February. Is that your final response? Maybe with a leap year or something weird like that. The correct answer is all of them. Shut the f*** up. <laughs> Every month has at least 28 days. I hate you. <laughs> Can I have another beverage? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Nice job, Tammy. You got it right, and our drunk dialer did not. 
All right. And we're doing best two out of three. Yeah, we'll go two out of three here. Here's okay. the next question that right. I asked. What is the loudest animal on Earth? Do you want to answer? Do you guys want to answer or do you want a drunk dial? Pistol shrimp. Need an answer. No, no, no. I'll go with the drunk person because I don't know. All right, here we go. Right, you think the drunk person is going to get it right? All right, let's see. What is the loudest animal on Earth? The loudest animal on Earth would be... I would like to say an elephant, but I also want to say a hyena. Okay. Like the, you know, annoyingness. Which one? You gotta Final answer on. is going to be... A peacock. Okay. Because they're loud. Have you ever heard of them? No. You should. The correct answer? A sperm whale. Oh. All right. So. That's the most <laughs> drunk thing ever. I have two answers. I'm going to go with the third. <laughs> and it's a bird. Yeah. All right, Tammy, that's okay. You're still in this. Still alive. We got one more question. Okay. Okay. And you got three seconds to answer this. Mm -hmm. That's right. What is the nearest planet to the sun? Now, do you want to answer Mercury. that or have the drunk person answer it? It's Mercury. Mercury? That yeah. is correct, Tammy. And it's so good that you did not drunk dial because here what was what would have happened. What is the nearest planet to the sun? I want to say Uranus because that's funny. <laughs> Wood would like that. <laughs> but I'm, I don't know. Uh, Mars because it's hot tamale. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mars is further away from the sun than we are. Oh, The correct answer? Mercury. Well, that's close to Mars, yes. Tammy, it's such a good thing you didn't drunk dial on that last one. I would have accepted Uranus, too, by the way. <laughs> That's the hottest thing in this room. Oh, my. All right. Well, Tammy, you did it this morning. You won at Drunk Dial. Thank you. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. All right, what do you got for us today, Wood? I love these videos. If you ever watched, you know, you see somebody get awarded a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Just the joy, and honest to God, I think the coolest part about it is how all the teammates react, right? But that's usually when a coach finds an extra scholarship, maybe something, whatever it is, they're able to do that. Mm -hmm. This is a little different. This is about the Eastern Michigan University football team, all right? Where we have a player, his name's Zach Conti. Now, Zach is a walk-on offensive lineman. Okay. He's been at the school since 2019, and he's had to work odd jobs to pay for his school. So not only imagine going to school, football on top of it, which is yeah. practically a full-time job. We're talking a D1 school. But he says, I also, I had to do landscaping. I ripped out carpets. I demo tile floors. I donate plasma. I do all this stuff. Hey, where does he find the time? Right, to connect these ends. Well, he has a teammate. And his teammate, Brian, is on scholarship. Now, he is two credits short of his advanced degree. So Brian went to the coach and he said, look, I want to give up my scholarship. I want you to take my scholarship and I want you to give it to Zach. Okay. And I'll take care of my school. I'll, I'll make sure I get to it, done to it. But I want Zach to get the scholarship. He's earned it. He's been out there. He's worked his tail off. And apparently these two have gotten so close. They pretty much consider themselves family. Wow. And so... These moments are just, I, th I find them so unique. Uh, coach got up there and was talking like, hey, I wish we had more scholarships. We don't. He said, but Brian Dooley wants to make an announcement. Now, the audio is really terrible. I wish I could play it for you. If you want to go find on social media, it's, it's out there. Yeah. But he just stood up, walked over to Zach and said, hey, brother, you have my scholarship. And the team went wild around him. Yeah, see? <laughs> you know? And just seeing all those other guys, the way they respond and know that this kid has been out there running scout teams, doing all the extra stuff, and now he's covered as a scholarship athlete. That's incredible, man. It is just so cool. And he said, honestly, I would do it again in a heartbeat. If it helps him more, then by all means, I'm going to give it to him. And hopefully, later on down the road, I can even help him out again. Man. It's just that, I'm telling you, man, sports are important. It's that yep. team aspect, that camaraderie, and it's just cool to see people step up and do things. Like, we talk all the time, man. 
there's just so many good people out there right. doing good things that fall through the cracks. If you weren't a sports fan, like you don't understand, that scholarship's probably worth $10,000 exactly. a year. Right. And he gives it to his friend, says, I'll yeah. take on the cost. I'll take care of my stuff. And this stuff happens a lot, I bet. But yeah. it just doesn't get a lot of attention, you know? And the cool thing about sports that I've learned, because one of the podcasts I work on is a sports podcast, is like it creates something in you that nothing else can. Mm-hmm. It, it, the, the sense of team, the sense of dedication, the commitment, all those kinds of things, it's so unique. Lifelong friendships. My cousin played football at Wisconsin with Joe Thomas. Yeah. This past weekend, he was at Joe Thomas's Hall of Fame ceremony. Wow. Wow. They played college football. It's it's just that that brotherhood that yeah. really is. You want to talk about cementing it? I thought this was just so cool. A kid who could have just said, "Hey, you know what? I've earned the scholarship. It's mine." Right. Yeah, hey, best of luck. Do I really want to stack up these bills on my back here? You know, and it's not like he's a top ten prospect or anything like yeah. that. We're talking Eastern Michigan. It's just awesome to see good people doing good things for other people, and we don't get that enough. You know what that was? That was a happy hour. You bet. You know who's happy with you? Audio video extremes. Mm-hmm. Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We got a request from young Noah who asked us. Kelly and Wood, why are you ever going to do Elbow Lake, Minnesota Small Town Salute? So we want to say good morning to everybody listening in Elbow Lake, Minnesota, population 1300. And if you're a fisherman out there, you could be hitting Elbow Lake and trying to catch those black crappies, bluegills, largemouth bass, northern pike, and more. That's a lot of fish for a town that only covers 1.7 square miles. But say it with us, Noah. That's why Elbow Lake, Minnesota, you get today's Small Town Salute. That was your Small Town Salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. I wasn't the first one to say it. That's what we have up today in the HR files as we are now joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. Now, this caller did not want to come on the air. Even if we changed voices and everything, they said, no way. I do not want this coming back on me. Okay. So they explain the situation here. Now, this caller is a male. All right. All right. Now, he has a coworker who is a female. Mm -hmm. The other day, another female... Paid the first one a compliment about her outfit. Okay. All right. Said you look fantastic today. The male then said it looked very nice, very slimming on her. Oh. Now, he says that was pretty much the exact same comment that the female had made. Yep. Now, the problem is the woman who got the compliment went to their HR and said that the compliment made her uneasy. But here's the catch. It wasn't the female's compliment. It was his compliment. Oh, boy. Even though all three of them were right there, they all said the same thing. Yeah. He now believes that he is being singled out for this. And he's pretty much saying, like, how am I getting in trouble when I'm pretty much just repeating what another person said? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And honestly, from what this description, I think he's got a case. I'm I'm ready to knuckle up and take down the man. Yeah. Let's go. Pitchforks and everything. Let's go. This only this person is probably, and the one it was delivered to, are probably the only people that know exactly what was said. Mm-hmm. If you are confident that it was said verbatim, you said the exact same things, and the one person raised an issue because you said it and not another person, well, that's not ground to stand on if they made... I'd say more of a disparaging comment. Like if they said, yeah, that doesn't make you look fat. Right. That 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 could be something. But if it was like the exact same thing, then I think that person has more of an issue with the other person. It sounds like a personal thing. And right? having a personal vendetta against someone, you, sure, you can raise a complaint all you want. But just because I complain about it doesn't mean that it has grounds, right? I think this kind of sounds like either the other employee isn't comfortable receiving a compliment from a man in the workplace. I could see that. You know what sucks? There are people in our in our world, especially, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, I would love to tell someone that they look great mm-hmm. right. or that they look good or that, you know. Because it's nice to hear. Well, especially people that I know that are putting in an effort that have, I like I see friends on Facebook and I see them at the gym yeah. and they're working out. I would love to tell you, hey, you look great, but I don't. Just for the simple fact that our, there is a massive downside of wood was coming on to me or something yeah. like that. And Lord knows I put myself out there a lot. 
And yep. it sucks because that's the world we live in where it's just one bad thing can mean the end of your career, all sorts of stuff, and it just takes one bad thing and boom. You never know the downside of it. So you just end up saying to hell with it, and then nothing nice gets ever said. Yeah. My prediction is pretty soon we won't even be able to talk to each other. And, and that's the thing that sucks. And yeah, I mean, it, it is, it's tough. But like you're wearing glasses, right? I want to say, Brian, you look great. Those glasses make you look smart. Well, was I look stupid before? Yeah, I looked before? pretty dumb before. I right. guarantee you there's some <laughs> you know, jack wagon out there that would take it that way. So what's the conclusion here? Uh, here here's the conclusion. Don't say anything. Kelly Jordan, you look great. Brian Riley, you look great. Thank you. Brian Zenzen, you look great. I really appreciate the pump up. I we needed are that. sexy fellas in here. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't hear anyone say it to you. That, I, I don't need y'all to. I pump my oh, own inflate. Oh, good. I, good. I run my own boat, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Zenzen. All right. No problem. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. There's a, na- a man named Andreas Mehavichs. He's, he's Austrian, <laughs> so it's a little bit hard to pronounce his name. Mm. But he holds a record as surviving the longest without any food or liquids. Now, people can go a very long time without food. As long as you, you're getting water, your body can maintain itself. Yeah. Wasn't it Gandhi? Wasn't he always doing the hunger strikes? Right. He would do a hunger strike, but he was allowed to have water. Right. Because you got to have liquids, right? Well, so this guy's in an Austrian prison. Now, his cell is way in the basement, right? And the guards kept thinking the other guard was taking care of him. So they would come in. They would go on about their business. He'd be like, you took care of Andreas. You know, he's taken care of. We don't need to think about him. We'll tend to the other prisoners. Now, the problem was, his, like I said, his cell was in the basement. No one could hear Andreas scream. Jeez. For 18 days. This guy went without a single drop of any sort of liquid or any food. He had to get something. He had nothing. Ugh. In that amount of time, in that 18 days, Andreas lost 53 pounds. Ugh. And was on the verge of death when they finally went down to check on this dude. Eight, that means for 18 days he wasn't allowed to get out of his cell. I was about to say, no, he didn't get any yard time? He got nothing. Oh. But he does hold a world record. When was this? Does it say like what year? I just imagine like the gulags or something like the early 1900s. Yeah, it was, or it, was it was like back in 1940 something or okay. other. But Still yeah, not good, but right. Ugh. But you, yeah, you can imagine the conditions. I'm uh, in my mind movie. I'm just picturing like a cell with a little bit of mold on the walls. Yeah. You know, rats running through stuff dripping. You yeah. don't even know where it's coming from. There's definitely a leaky pipe in yeah. there. That's what. That's where he probably got his water. From. Maybe. Yeah. But he's, it says now. That he went 18 days without food or liquids, which I thought would kill you. Yeah. Because you would just sit there and dehydrate to death. Turn into a raisin. Yeah. But it's a good way to lose 53 pounds in 18 days. That's not good. I'm surprised his organs didn't shut down. How fast did he gain that weight back after getting some food? Oh, man. Can you imagine? Where would would you want to go? You get out of a cell. You haven't eaten or drinking in 18 days. Where are you having them take you? Just water. Just a glass of water. Red Lobster. Yeah. I'm going to Red Lobster. You know what? Here's my question. Did they release him? Like, hey, oh, shoot. Our bad. You're good to go. I, I, I don't know. They just what. gave him some porridge and then shut the door again. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> Here's some gruel. Here, here. Cross my heart. Hope to die. I'll be back. We'll give you a couple extra scoops. I'd want a sandwich. I'd be like, take me to Herbert and Gerbert's or something. <laughs> give me a, the biggest sandwich they got and a bowl of soup. Like, how would that mat not mess you up mentally? Uh, I'm sure it would. Like, going back in there? Hell no, man. I bet you just being in that prison alone in the basement was terrifying For enough. 18 days by yourself. Yeah, and screaming. Like, I'm hungry. Oh. You ever seen the movie The Longest Yard where they throw him in a box for a few days? Yeah. And do they do that in real life? Is that a real life thing? I, I think th- they did, but they don't anymore. Our Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I think solitary confinement, I think that's like a no-go anymore. It's like cruel and unusual punishment. Well, because people would lose their minds, especially if it was like a dark box where they just trap you in there for like two days. If you ever watch those uh, like Alcatraz documentaries and those dudes were like in the hole, Mm -hmm. I still remember the one guy was like, I would take a button off of my shirt and just flick it in the air. And then, because it was completely pitch dark in there, you couldn't see anything. He's like, and then to kill time, I would just on the floor try and find that button. And he was like, I would do that time after time after time. Until I would get out. Oh boy, this this got really creepy, didn't it? Yeah. So Red Lobster, anybody? Yeah. <laughs> no, Herbert and Herbert. Yeah. Probably, please. <laughs> anyway, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I really did. The fact that this dude went 18 days without a single drop of water 
or food. Now, if you didn't like it, maybe it made you a little bit uncomfortable. I totally get it, but I don't care because I don't mind standing here and saying right to your face that sometimes with these stories, <laughs> maybe it it is now time for Minute to Win It, where we come up with a topic, and we got to come up with as many things in that topic as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. Within one minute's time, when the buzzer goes off, the last person to say theirs before the buzzer goes off wins. That's right. Wood, what is ours today? You know what? Let's go with cereals today. Oh, dude, I got mm. a list. And that honestly, long and distinguished. this... I think it's in Brian Riley's wheelhouse because you yeah. bring in cereal like every morning. Yep, every Dude, day. You just ate shredded wheat, which I'm like... Our, Fro- it's strawberry frosted mini wheat. That's old people cereal, man. Mm-hmm. No, there's strawberry frosting on it, so it makes it young again. Now, you make fun of me for drinking a glass, two glasses <laughs> of Metamucil a day. I didn't know it was two. I knew it was one. I upped it. Jeez. <laughs> I thought, well, if one works, what will two do? You might as well just do the whole container in one sitting and see what happens. Or what would two do do? <laughs> Come on. Not that kind of show. Not Come that kind on. of show. Class it up a little bit, please. would you please? All right, are, is everybody ready? Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I just had a good one. Mm. All right, minute to win it. Cereals go. Shredded wheat. <laughs> we're just talking about. Frosted mini wheats. Okay. Fruit Loops. Oh, was on my list. Captain Crunch. Oh, yeah. blunt force trauma. <laughs> the no one's roof of their mouth has healed yeah. since eating Captain uh, Crunch. How about Cheerios? Yeah. And Honey Nut Cheerios. How about Apple Jacks? They still make those? Ooh, yeah. How about I combine those Apple Cinnamon Cheerios? Okay. Oh, I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, that's yeah, a real thing. How about Boo Berry? Do you guys remember Boo Berry? Was I wasn't the, a fan of those ones. It was in the Count Chocula family. I was yeah. about to say Count Chocula. Uh, Frankenberries was another one. Yeah. You can count with mm-hmm. that. You got uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, one of my favorites, Fruity Pebbles. Ooh, okay. Cocoa Pebbles. Ooh. I want to get I want to get some Fruity Pebbles for the weekend. Rice Krispies. That's good with a spoonful of sugar on See, top. See, that's old people cereal. No. no you oh, just, I'm getting blasted for shredded wheat. You put a spoonful of sugar on top. <laughs> Tricks. Ooh. Lucky Charms. Special K. Oh, yeah. Life. Frosted Flakes. Great Nuts. Berry Kicks. Freezer Brand. Yes. No. Why am I always so early? <laughs> you see the time. I see the timer and I'm always early. I'm the only one that can see it, too. You guys can't even see it. I, I wait till it gets to one second. I yell mine out and then there's like three seconds left. <laughs> Dang it. Yes. Which one did you say, Wood? Raisin Bran. Oh, yeah. I said Grape Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's old people. That's cereal. old people. Cereal. No one has ever bought a box of grape nuts in their life. I remember once I went to my grandma and grandpa's and got out their box of raisin bran and yeah. I ate every raisin in it. Yeah, and just oh, left the brand. Left the brand for them. Yeah, grandpa wasn't too hot. He wasn't happy about that one. Oh well, that, man, that was good for their. That was good for their colon. <laughs> yeah, not mine though. <laughs> Let me tell you, that many sugared up grapes, I'm bouncing off the walls. Well, Wood wins another one today. Ah, diggity! In the great race of. Minute to win it. Kelly and Wood. There's sometimes you hear a story that is just so bonkers. Like you have to read the story like four times. Right. This is one of them. Comes out of Texas. A woman named Peggy Jones was mowing her lawn. Now she went under a tree to mow her lawn. And when she did that, a snake fell out of the tree. Oh, no. On her. Yikes. Now, that in itself. Is a wild story, right? We could end it right here, and I would think, Wood, that was a great story. But listen, Peggy's going to tell the story herself at what happened next. Just started praying out, Jesus, help me. Please, Jesus, help me. A hawk came down, <laughs> grabbed the snake, and tried to take the snake off, but he guess he didn't have a good grip. He, the, the hawk kept coming down. He came down about four times, finally got the snake and took off with the snake. A hawk came down again? <laughs> Hawk! In the age of having everything that we do recorded, mm-hmm. please tell me there's a video of this somewhere. I have yet to see it. Oh my gosh, this poor woman's got a hawk swooping on her, a snake wrapped around her arm. Honest to God, this, I, this is why I couldn't, there's many reasons why I couldn't be a first responder, but this is but, up there because I would show up and just laugh hysterically. Yeah. I'm like, tell me again. Because clearly she's not thinking this is funny at all. Like no, she started she started crying almost in there at one point. Well, yeah. I mean, like the snake attacked her. She was cut up, Bruce, and a hawk attacking you. That's not good either. That's not good either. <laughs> but how about shout out good guy Hawk? Right. He sees his woman in distress, comes down to save her. He's try- yeah, he's just trying to get the snake off of her. That is wild to me. <laughs> what did this look like? I just That is like the most Texas thing I've heard all day long. Honestly, I have read it. I have heard from her. 
And there's still like a 30% of me that still doesn't believe this. <laughs> oh, that's incredible, man. Man. That was not our trash flash, however. Believe it or not. But it is on the way next. Our trash flash is a woman who tried to save her sister from being drunk. All right. The problem is the way she went about it. And oh, yeah, she was drunk, too. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. It sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score. Put it above the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes, that's where we have Joanna Zelinsky. 62 years old. Of Zelensky Auto Parts? No. This is a definitely a different family. That's because Joanna was hanging out with her sister Laura at their house. Now, the problem is they decided to get absolutely hammered. The two young ladies tied one on and let it ride. The 64-year-old Laura decided, you know what? I'm done. I've had enough and passed out on the couch. Done. But Joanna admits the party didn't stop for her. She decided to stay up, do some more drinking, and do some more drugs. She oh. mentioned. <laughs> well, yeah, because sooner or later, the drinking ain't going to do nothing for you. Now, at some point in time, Joanna decided, you know what? My sister is very drunk and began to stab her with an EpiPen. Oh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Dang, those things aren't cheap either. Heck no. So obviously 911 was called, and when first responders got there, Joanna said, here's the thing, I'm allergic to drunks, so I injected her with the EpiPen so she wouldn't be drunk anymore. What's the big deal? Seems legit. Uh, ma'am, what? What? Well, as you can imagine, the EMS workers showed up as well because Laura was worried about, hey, I just got jabbed with an EpiPen and I'm not having any sort of allergic reaction. Can that do anything to you? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. The good news is we didn't find out. That's because, believe it or not, drunk Joanna administered it wrong. She used the EpiPen upside down. No medicine was injected into her sister. However, she was left with a large welt on her right thigh. Joanna... What's the big deal? You're not allowed to do that. She was taken to jail on domestic battery and booked. Wow. Mm. I can't believe that. Because isn't it pen like 800 bucks or something like that? I know that Murphy's was crazy expensive. And then we had like a coupon that brought it way down. But yeah, they're way expensive. How often do you get to buy those for your daughter? Because they expire, don't they? Two years, I think. Oh. They say even if it's expired, it's okay. But like okay. the school won't accept it as okay. a good EpiPen, which I understand. Jeez, that's that's a that's an expensive night of drinking right there. Yeah, don't be wasted. And by the way, it's like I'm allergic to drunks. Well, that's that's you. Like, it, hey, whatever. Hey, you know what? Though sometimes you get to that level of drunk where you're just you're not letting it ride. Yeah, you're not thinking clearly. Mm-mm. All right, are you ready for Come a on. score on this one? All right, so we got um, two sisters hanging out drinking. I don't know. Is that trashy? It's trashy when you pass out on the couch. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. If you want to call that trashy, then call me trash. And the other one says, I'm going to stay up and do more drugs and booze. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. One of you passes out. That should be a clear sign that, eh, we've probably reached our limit here. Let's shut her down. Shut it down. Well, that's trashy. You stay up drinking, I'm going to give you 200 points on that one right now. Uh, stabbing someone with an EpiPen while they're passed out. Watch out now. Uh, is that trashy? Because that's expensive. It's still trashy. All right, 175 yeah. points for doing that. Mm-hmm. Saying that you're allergic to drunks. This is where she's going to get a nice little kiss of points. I'm going to get that 200 points right there. How about some points for asking the cops, what's the big deal? The cops are here. That is the big deal. I'll give her 125 on that. Nothing wrong with that. She was arrested, 75. Mm -hmm. I think we've covered all our bases here. How about she used the EpiPen wrong? (laughs) Yeah. Man, what if someone really was having an allergic reaction? And then she uses it wrong. That's what I'm saying. All right, I'll get I'll get that 125, and no problem. Come on, top, then. All right, well, oh, man, we got close again. <sighs> that was almost two days in a row. I was going for it. But either way, we got ourselves a big score right here. Are you ready, one? Yes, sir. Our EpiPen wielding lady earns herself a whopping 900. 75 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track. It's our first break of the morning. I get everyone up to speed on what's happening with the boat because I know everyone cares. T's and P's. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, we talk about somebody having a crush on my daughter. And whether or not I am intimidating 
to people coming into my home. <laughs> oh, that's right. We talk about all that in our first break of the day. We call it our bonus track, and here it is. Kelly and Wood. Oh, man. Oh, I'm not even on Facebook yet this morning. I've been no. so busy since walking through the door. <laughs> I walked in, sat down, got right to work after eating six cookies out of the break room this morning. I was about morning. to say, what the hell happened in there? That was from the employee appreciation party yesterday, which I'm assuming you didn't go to either. Otherwise, oh. you would have known I wasn't there. Now, trust me, I, I would have gone. I would have gone. I, I, I appreciate this company as much as I believe they appreciate Absolutely. me. This is honestly the best place I've ever worked. But. But it was a Wednesday night. And that's what got me. It was late. My daughters had a lot going on right now. Your daughters? My so daughter has. <laughs> so you want to tell with, us? With this canker sore, I don't know how I'm going to get through this day. Oh, here we it go. It hurts so bad. Here we go. And because I have a gaping wound inside my mouth, oh. I'm producing more saliva than normal because my mouth is just trying to heal itself. It's an amazing creation, but it's it's been really hard to talk today. I've been spitting and drooling like crazy. Mm-hmm. That being said, how's your breakfast? Hey! <laughs> All right. Other than that, Miss Lincoln, how was the play? Yeah. All right. Well, we can get this thing going. I, I got the. I, I'm ready to loosen up the lug nuts and let the wheels fall off. If you are. Before you do that, can I have a question? <laughs> Quick question. Because I too crushed In, two cookies. I, I had. I seriously had like four. Is there an actual macadamia nut? I would imagine. Like, is it, it? Or is it a way of preparing a nut? I don't know. Either way, it may be the A1 cookie. On the plant. Oh, I disagree. Nuts, in a, nuts in a cookie. Burnt. The no. white macadamia nut cookie. I'm an M- that M&M chocolate chip one in there is where I focus my sights oh, on. Oh, no. I, I'm over the chocolate chip thing. And if Livia is listening, I'll be in there later today. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Gotta get it right. Get it right. Get I don't know if there is a macadamia nut. I don't know enough about nuts. I look to you as the nut expert in this room. Because I'll be 100% honest. Not that kind of show. I've never had a macadamia nut in anything else. Other than a cookie. Like you know what I'm saying? Think about that. Like they're not on the shelf. Like, all right, grab me some almonds, some macadamia nuts. Right. Or have you ever had, you know, like a macadamia nut sauce? You know, you get peanut no. sauce. Right. Like there's all sorts of other, you know, fruits and nuts and used in all sorts of other cooking. But I've never seen like a macadamia nut bread. In the time we've been talking, I could have Googled it. Well, I well, like to bring what, it to the air. Yeah, uh, what fun is that? I like, like to bring it to the airways. Kick it old school, right? Yes. Kick it old school. And for the texters, Justin, I can't even say that on air, but what? he has a, he made a filthy joke about your mouth. and that, We're not that kind of uh, Come show. on. Oh, there is a macadamia nut. It's native to Hawaii. There All we right. go. You know, we're meeting with our, you know we're meeting with our consultant later today, and he always listens the morning of that we meet. I'll hang up on him. You will? No one talks to me that way. <laughs> the last two times we've met with him, you've been getting a tattoo while we've been on the call with That's him. That's true. No tattoo today. Well, you're kind of showing them like, hey, you know, we'll do this little call with you, but it's, you know, it's um, it's just an inconvenience in our day. The dedication never wavers. <laughs> right. Uh, should we do this thing? I literally wrote a rap 13 seconds ago with a, I, I'm playing hurt. I was about to say, since you are limping around here. I am playing hurt today. That's not bad. Beth, backing it up. Macadamia nut cookies are the best. Thank you very much. Burp. You can buy a can of macadamias. Okay. Now, is that like just the nuts? Oh, God, dude. I, I got to be honest. I, I can't do this with you today. Well, I'm sorry. I have more questions than answers right now. I would just like to know. By the way, Mark says, Kelly, crush up an aspirin and hold that sucker on the canker store like for a minute. Oh, gross. Well, you want to be a whiner or you want to get it fixed? I, I don't want to whine, but I want you to know, like, if you hear me talking funny or if you hear me go, oh, <laughs> it's because I'm producing an alarming amount of saliva right now because, again, my mouth is trying to heal itself. Well, I'm glad my macadamia nut question threw you off. Well, how long can we talk about this? I don't know. We've talked about the inside of your mouth for four minutes. Right, so. which is an amazing creation. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can I give you an update on the bluegill? Oh, yeah. You guys have been walking in lockstep with me through the repair of my 19, which I learned is a 1974 motor, thanks to the people at the marina or marine or whatever. Alleged repair. Right. Mm. So far, you've taken it apart. You haven't repaired anything. In fact, anything you have disassembled. Now, I drive from St. Cloud to Andover. Andover is where I live, but obviously I drive up here every day. Haven't missed a day of work in three years, so I don't want to hear about the distance. All right. Uh, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Uh, Yeah. Either way. So there's like maybe, I don't know, seven boat stores on the way home. Yes, I like the boat store too. I hit every single one of them yesterday. Mm -hmm. No one had the part. Because again... The, boat, the motor's from the 70s. Right. So I'm like, God dang it, what am I going to do? 
Like, is this the end of the bluegill? Dun, dun, dun. I call a place. Do you know where Hackensack is? Couldn't tell you. Hackensack, Minnesota is about two hours north of here. Sounds made up. No, it's real. It's okay. where they invented the hacky sack. No, that's not true. That was made up. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> so Hackensack is where I had to go when we've been on vacation and the boat has broken down because we're, we're up north on vacation, mm-hmm. right? You're in the backyard. And everyone's like, call Tim's outboard repair in Hackensack. They may be the only ones that have it. So I called Tim's. I give him the model number off the motor, everything else. He's like, I think I can find that for you. I said, awesome. Can you mail it to me? Like, I'll, I'll even pay shipping and handling. I'll give you a $20 tip for your effort. Oh, my. Like, just give me your Venmo and we'll make this happen. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, we don't ship parts. We don't. Ha- so. Okay, I'm- cool. <laughs> so I have scoured the earth looking for this. And it's just a bolt. That's all I need. It's called a, it's called a ball stud bolt. Wow. Right. That goes along with your nuts conversation. <laughs> Lock it up, please. I know. Come on. Let's not be sophomoric about this. Throw it up. So on Friday, tomorrow, mm-hmm. when you and I finish, normally you're trying to get out of here to go golfing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit the road and drive two hours north to Hackensack to pay $4 for a bolt. Can't you just go to like Home Depot? No, dude. Take that bolt in and just match it up. It's so specific. It's called a ball stud. Do you even, I'm speaking so far above your head. You don't even get it. Mm. Eh, I'm not buying that. <laughs> Honestly, you'd probably be able to go to like a machine shop, have them machine you a screw the same size. Possibly. For cheaper than it's going to cost you in gas to drive all the way up there. Well, this gives me a few hours away from my family. Oh, well, there you go. Which I don't get. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to go golfing. I don't get that. Yeah, that's true. So this will be just some time behind, a little windshield time, if you will. I actually think I'm going to skip golfing tomorrow. How come? I am worn. I am still worn out from WeFest. I bet you are, dude. It takes a while to bounce back from a weekend like you had. And I have talked to some other people that were out at WeFest, whether or not they're working, whether or not they were just out there having a good time. I don't know if it was the heat, the crowds, whatever. But All that, dude. All that. It seems like everyone I have spoken with, and it's not, by the way, I'm not just talking to quote unquote old people. I'm talking to the youngsters, too. Right. Yeah. Everyone, man, this Wii Fest just seemed to take it out of them. And honest to God... Well, the heat, dude, was insanity. The idea of me parking my rear on the couch and watching preseason football all weekend is honestly the most refreshing idea I can possibly think of. (laughs) Now, I have... I'm out Saturday morning. I'm out with the Metro Bus hiring event from 8.30 to 10.30. Okay. I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. I I think they may let me drive a bus. I don't think so. Hey, I just trailered a trailer right. and we from heard, WeFest. We heard that you had no idea to even get it off your truck and that you were terrified the entire drive. I, by the way, I'm not trailering anything on this bus. Yeah. That's he's batting down, brother. I can Loaded handle that. Trucking. I bet you $100. I will take that bus driver course. I'll ace it. You'll kill somebody. They'll probably walk on that bus and say, I'm not letting you leave without a job, sir. <laughs> I'll give you the the presidential route is of this, busing. Is this a new possible side hustle for the wood? No. <laughs> Bus <laughs> driver on the weekend. Because <laughs> I, I just, I'm like, no, I don't want to stop here. People are hitting the bell. <laughs> Taking like, people to the casino. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you need to go here, sir. Just <laughs> They'd be like, sir, we're ready to go home. No, I'm on a heater right yeah, now. Big boys, ha! <laughs> it's like in the middle of the twins game. I'm like, nah, we're going to wait till this half inning's over. <laughs> Just looping around the block again. Oh, man. So as good as I would be behind the wheel, I may not have the other skills necessary to, as our boss here says, quote unquote, interact with the public. Right. I get a lot of those talks. Like before we went to WeFest, hey, Wood, just a refresher. What is acceptable behavior in public? Like that, the the helicopter that gives tours over WeFest. Yeah. I wanted to moon it. Oh, gross. I was told that was probably not a good idea. Dude, you have the most disgusting butt I've ever seen in my life. Why do you hurt? Well, it's I, only because it's... Why do you hurt? Only because of the, your butt crack goes between your shoulder blades. It, it, I, it has been compared at times to a hot dog bun. Okay, I don't, I don't mean the most... That was unfair to say. That, that hurts. That was, that was mean. There's somebody else out there with just a gnarly booty. I'm, just, I'm more familiar with your butt than any other butt. Than my own, than my wife's, so maybe, than anybody's. Maybe there's a reason you're looking... <laughs> Maybe it's like the Mona Lisa that it's be. so offset and awkward. You just, the eye is drawn to I it. I keep coming back for just one more taste. That's what I'm saying. And honestly, have another serving. 
Help yourself. I got more to go around, buddy. <laughs> this is the grossest start to a show we've ever had. Well, you started off with the inside of your mouth. I'm sure our consultant's like, yes, yeah. finally. Yeah. I'm going to destroy them from the inside. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so mm. people are saying try Boater's Dream in Little Falls. There you go. Try Fast and All in St. Cloud. Guys, I've tried everywhere. It's so old. That's what you don't get. And look. On any other any other state, I would never talk about a boat this much, but I know that people in Minnesota feel my pain. You have such a love for the water. I mean, what is it? Every other person has a boat. Isn't that the statistic here? Or I, th- I think it's something like that. Like per capita, it's like 1.3 people have a boat. And everybody knows that they break down constantly. Well, what, what do they say? What's this? What does a boat stand for? Break off another thousand? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the weekend being here, I'm going to be glad when this week is over. Okay. Can I tell you why? I think you need to. Well, okay, so my daughter is doing marching band in high school. My Very daughter, excited about my it. My daughter Presley, yeah, she, she, she loves it, which, which is great. And it's given her something to do all summer long. Musical? Yes, but this week they're doing like a um, all-day, they call it band camp, but it's like we drop her off at like 9 in the morning and then pick her up at 8 o'clock at night. Jeez. So it's a poke. I mean, yeah. it's all day long. So the other day, so my wife comes home yesterday because my wife's been volunteering and like serving dinner there and stuff like that. And she comes home and she goes, hey, I met the mom of the boy that has a crush on Presley. And I was like, hold up. Come again, sir. Back that up a smidge. Mm -hmm. I was like, I didn't even know someone had a crush on my daughter. Let's get a little more info on this kid. Oh, my. And my wife's well, like you know, he's kind of a kind of a nerdy kid, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit of acne. Which who isn't in high school? You right. Know I mean, that's that's every high school child right there. And uh, she goes, her, her his mom is crazy nice, super nice lady. That's good. And uh, I was like, well, that yeah, I was like, that's awesome. He comes from good stock then. Mm-hmm. And so I go and talk to my daughter, and I'm like, hey, you didn't tell me some boy had a crush on you. She's like, well, I didn't want you getting all weird about it. <laughs> Too late. Right. Which I was like, Presley, I'm already a race car in the red. I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hunting him down now. What's but, some information on him? Let's get some background on this kid. Uh, well, he's in band. I know okay. I know this much about him. And I know that he is willing to like anything to impress my daughter. Because I was talking to her last night, and I was like, okay, well, are you talking to him? Like, what? what get dad up to speed here. Because right. I need to know what the hell's going on under my roof. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, he's kind of in a texting group that we're all in. And so sometimes, you know, he'll chime in or whatever. And he told, I said, well, has he told you that he liked you? And and she was like, yeah, he told me. All right, good for him. Shoots his shot. And that's what I said. I was like, well, that's very, that took a lot of courage for him to say. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what did you say back to him? And she's like, well, I just said that. I, I, I forgot what you told me. Like, I'm just, I'm, I like you as a friend or whatever. Ooh. And I was like, damn. <laughs> Poor fella. I was like, oh man, your dad has been in that boat so many times, Presley. I just want to pull this kid under my wing. I know. Then I started to feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. I, went, I went from wanting to hunt him down to like, all right, this poor kid just took one on the chin. Maybe he is going about it the Kelly Jordan way. At the, what's that? Where like he limps in so much that you feel bad for him. And then you... Learn to love him. Fall in love with him. That's how I got my wife. There you go. She saw I was just a beaten down, you know, I was just that beaten dog. Yeah. And she decided to nurse me back to hell. Little ball of clay to mold and then however like, she wanted. Sound like a fool. She married me and mm-hmm. now she's stuck. But either way, so she's so she said, but yeah, he's always telling me, she'll say that if I say I like something, it all of a sudden becomes his favorite thing. Oh, so he's got it bad. Right? So, oh, he's got it bad. So my daughter is a, my daughter is very much into like, I, I think this is kind of popular now, like 90s, kind of, like late 90s, early 2000s alternative music. Okay. Like Weezer and stuff like that. And so she was like, yeah, I said I like the Weezer Blue album. And then the next day, I don't even know what's called the Blue album, but it's the one where they're all standing in front of the blue background. Okay. And uh, she goes, the next day he said it was his favorite album. He said he sat and listened to it all night and now it's his favorite album. He's got a bad bad. He does, doesn't he? And so that so I was like, all right, this is this is fairly innocent. It seems like mm-hmm. you know my daughter's fourteen; she's getting to that age, right? And yeah. so I'm just like, oh, I hate it. Like I already hate it, and nothing's going on. Now here is the thing: Are you going to be that dad? Can you be that dad? That like when someone comes to prick Presley up, that you set a tone that I'm cleaning my gun. Not not even that, like, you know, because you don't want to be my, my single shot twenty two rifle. <laughs> That takes it takes me fifteen minutes to reload, sir. Are you uh, killing squirrels or something? <laughs> Your muskets. I'm loaded for gopher. <laughs> back up and come back in. I <laughs> spilled my load. But 
I have a question for you, though. Can, like, can I be tough, Dad? That, yeah, almost. And again, not in. I don't because I do think it's kind of messed up. Like, yo, you touch my daughter, I'll kill you. Right. Like, That's a little aggressive. You want your children to have a social life, but you also want to make it known that hey, if this does go wrong, yeah, it's gonna go real wrong. You know what I mean? Every dad wants to think they're going to be like uh, like, like in Bad Boys 2 when that dude comes to the door. That's one of the funniest scenes in a movie ever there. with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of wants to be that dad. I feel like I'm going to be more like Phil Dunphy from Modern Family, where every, every dude that my daughter dates, I start to like more than she does. I can see that. <laughs> like, that's exactly how I feel like I'm going to be. Hey, so, hey, buddy, you want to go out on the boat? <laughs> like, wait, you broke up with who? <laughs> I'm here to pick up your daughter. No, let's go hang out. <laughs> Would it be cool if I still took him fishing? <laughs> because, I, and the reason I asked that is, you know, like my sister-in-law lives with us. Yes. And I said, you know, how come none of your friends come over? You know, how, how about no one comes over or anything like this? You know, I'm not even talking boyfriend. I'm talking anybody. Just pals. And she goes, because no one, I, everyone's scared of you. You do put out that vibe. How? Because it's, it's just your look and you're loud and you're aggressive and... And so, like, one time... You're, you're a very nice guy, Wood. Don't, I, I feel like I was painting you out to be a bad guy. You're one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. But you look mad all the time. I think it's your nose and your strong features. Like, we've had people come over, and Andrew's told me, like, hey, can you not be yourself? Hey, Well, that's not fair. Ouch. But to be more reserved... So I, I kind of just sit there and don't talk. <laughs> and then you look worse. And then, that's what my wife says. She goes, you're just sitting over there. You know, I obviously I have a lot of tattoos and things, the bald right. head. And my wife just said, honestly, you come off like a psychopath. <laughs> How? How, Andrea? I would say, I will say this. The first time I met you, I thought you were an a-hole. Like, I, I really thought that. Because I was like, God, this guy just talks to people so mean. But then as I got to know you, I just learned, like, oh, okay, he's just, like, that's that's just, it's it's not mean at all. No, I say what everyone's thinking. Right, exactly. I, I feel like I'm insulting you, and I don't mean to. And it's not in a mean way. For instance, I one of the biggest things I ever got in trouble for here is we had a coworker who looked exactly <laughs> like a serial killer. A serial killer. <laughs> And we're all sitting in the meeting with this person, and I finally, I couldn't take it anymore. Like, it was all I could think of. Like, I was in this meeting, uh, people are asking me questions, I finally just started saying, hey, <laughs> you're not that serial killer, right? You're like, does anybody else notice the resemblance? And he, he what did he say? No, that's not me. Yeah. Cool, we can all move on. <laughs> and sure enough, I got pulled into the big office, and oh. I got talked to that I can't ask people if they're a serial killer. I guess that's just okay now. We're right. just going to let serial killers <laughs> run around, and no one can ask what if, and by the way, what if it would have been him? And he just turned to his own and like, yeah, that's me. You, you know you know what it is, too? I'm going to crime solver. You know what it is, too, Wood? People from the Midwest are not used to someone being so direct. That's true. We're, we're very passive-aggressive folk. Mm-hmm. And so someone being direct is like, hell, hey, hey, hello, hey. Hey, hey. Why are you saying what everyone's thinking? You got to dance around it for 45 minutes. No, I come straight in <laughs> ask, are, have you killed seven people? No? Great. Let's move Done. on. <laughs> What's our promotion for next week? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what have I agreed to in the past 10 minutes while I've been thinking about that? <laughs> but that's fine. That's just me. No, but you are not. You are one of the most genuine, nice dudes ever. Because my wife talked to me about that. Because at some point in time, Murphy's going to bring boys home. Yeah. But see, here's the cool thing that you have that I don't. You're, you're larger in stature than mm-hmm. I am. Because you're what, six feet? Six yep. one, maybe? Six feet. I'm five nine. Mm-hmm. So I'm a littler fella. I don't have. I have one tattoo, but it's a it's a breast cancer tattoo. Yeah. So that it's not say it's, it's on your chest, right? It's not. So I'd have to wear like a, a muscle shirt, and if I put the muscle shirt on, it's all done. My God, you're so white. Presley, <laughs> like, the thing I like most about you is I can kick your dad's butt. <laughs> hey, I didn't know your dad was powder. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, there's a deep cut. He's opaque. <laughs> I think I saw his heartbeat. <laughs> See directly into his chest. So yes, I don't think I'll be the tough guy, but you're lucky because people you just as I said, then you get you have the perfect formula. You look tough as hell when you meet you. Mm-hmm. And then as you get to know you, you're like, "Oh, he's just a big teddy bear." A big kind. F- so right. I tell you what, you let me know when this fellow's going to come over and pick up Presley. Yeah. I'll show up. Show I'll be your Will Smith. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Would you we do some history? Come on. Oh, come on now. 
That went really long. I'm sorry. Yeah, we can do. Well, you know I get nervous on days we meet with Jeff, our yeah. consultant. Well, hi, Jeff. He just, what's that? I said hi, Jeff. And he's listening, too. You know he's listening because he's right down the street. Yeah, I think he's in Minneapolis today. Yeah, so you know he's listening like, God, I, this show. I hate these the guys. The fact he hasn't left us. All right, uh, on this day in 2002. Maybe all these crazy coincidences that seem so silly just were all about this one moment where I met this girl that just just stopped me in my tracks. Whose name? Is Lisa. And so Marie. we... Marie Presley. So on this, it's only coming out of one speaker, so I think only the driver heard that. Mm-hmm. Passenger is like, what is he talking about? What's that? Who is that? Uh, on this day in 2002, Lisa Marie Presley and um, Nicholas Cage got married at a resort in Hawaii. The marriage was Presley's third. She was married previously to Danny Cole and, of course, Michael Jackson. Cage filed for a divorce four months later. Honestly? Man, she had a sad story. Oh, God, yeah. Tragic as hell. I just, in honestly, just kind of filled with people that let her down. Yeah. And just, it, 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 if her last name wasn't Presley, yep. you wouldn't even be like, oh, yeah. It would instantly go like, oh, that's sad. Very sad. Yeah, even the fact that she was a Presley, I mean, it's just like, golly. Right. Uh, on this day in 2008. Representing the United States of America, Michael American swinger, swimmer, swimmer Michael Phelps won his first of his record eight gold medals at the Beijing Olympics uh, by winning the 400-meter individual medley. He smashed his own world record. Love seeing it, man. Yeah. That When Michael Phelps was at his peak, that was just awesome to watch because you knew every time something amazing could happen, yeah. and it usually did. It's always exciting. Like uh, last, uh, what was her name? Soon, um, Suni Lee. Suni Lee, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like... When there's that one person who just stands out, you get super excited when they come on the screen. You're like, oh, man, we're about to see something here, man. And that's what makes sports so great. And the great thing about the Olympics, we're all on the same team. Yeah. Oh, I love the Olympics. something we need in just the worst way sometimes. I can't wait till it starts up again. Uh, On this day in 2019. Some breaking news right now. Disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein has taken his own life while he was behind bars here in New York City. 2019, Jeffrey Epstein died. We're not a political show. No, not at all. We never, ever get political. You know why? Because we're dumb. But I will say this. It's messed up that we don't know who's on that list yet. Yeah. In today's world where we know everything before we need to know anything, we don't know who is on that list of people who did heinous stuff. Yep. And we don't know because it's the super rich, powerful elite. And that's messed up, man. You said it, brother. It truly is because anybody who did anything gross on that island should be locked up and thrown under a jail yet they get to walk around because they're super rich and powerful and i'm sorry that's not fair no it's not there's nothing there's nothing even political in that statement would and by the way if i have some accident on the way home i didn't do it on purpose (laughs) all right (laughs) just making sure we're all getting that on the record you do drive like a maniac though so we're going to see the evidence let's be honest here man we all said as soon as that dude got arrested oh you know what's going to happen to that guy yeah then it happens. Like clockwork. You could have set your watch by it. Exactly how everyone knew it was going to happen. And then what was it? <laughs> right. Well, that was weird, huh? All right. On to the next thing. I, yeah. I'm sorry, man. That's just the grossest thing that has ever happened in my timeline. And all of a sudden, we're all just all okay with it. Dude, I, wa- I tried to watch like a documentary about like well, all that stuff. And it was so upsetting and gross and just horrible. I couldn't even watch it. I was like, you know what? I, I know what happened. I don't need any more details. Yeah. All of a sudden, we as a people are tearing each other apart over all this other stuff, and this is just, oh, it just goes on by. If we fight each other, then they don't have to do anything. It's just so messed up, man. I just It blows four years, four years, and we don't know that. We know everything about anything. Everything gets leaked in this world except for that. Okay. Let's turn to some happy news. Come on. Birthdays. There we go. And I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel (laughs) for this one. First birthday up today. Why are you going to Pingo so dressed up? It's not dressy. A, a little sundress. I mean, my hair brushed. I ain't like overdone. Mama June. Oh, okay. Is she talk about a tragic story? That whole family. I mean, is she okay now? I don't know. I mean, she was like a crackhead there for a while. Well, she lost all that weight. Like, she looked like she had kind of been turning things around. Yeah, then she got hooked up with some guy, I think, and then was like, "You are a crackhead." And then 
all of a sudden she was getting arrested again. And yeah. That was, I think, the last I heard. I have no idea how old that woman. You have to count her in half and count the rings. Yeah. 57? Uh, 57? Dang. She needs the- mm. well, Wasn't that show on like 20 years ago? She needs the moisturize because she's only 44. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> it's a rough life. Well, also, she lost all that weight, so she looks older because her skin got a little saggy. How... How old was she? Was she? She had like a twenty-year-old kid on that show, I, dude. Well, I, I guess that would fit. You, no, but that was twenty years ago. You know what my extent of Mama June knowledge is? Is that she turned forty-four today? I've never. That show is the worst of the worst of the worst. I watched that show for a little bit. Of course you did, and it was bad. <laughs> Oof. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. Hello, uh, I am Antonio Banderas, and I am going to be teaching you Spanish language. Antonio Banderas. That dude's got some pipes, too. Yeah, you think? And he's actually a pretty decent actor. Yeah, of course he is. And then, of course, he's turned it into Puss in Boots, which uh, my kids love. Oh, that's a great... That was a funny movie. Murph loves that one. That's a good one. Uh, but he... Is he still married to Melanie Griffith? Dude, I, again, my extent of my knowledge on Antonio Banderas is that he turned 60. Oh, 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 I, oh no, wow. shoot. Well, you know the ballpark now. That was one of those Hollywood marriages that I think worked out for a while. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to, okay, so 60, six, 61. Ah, you're wrong. Mm. He's a little older than that. He's actually the ripe old age of 63 today. Dang, good for him. Yeah, he looks good, man. He just he looks really good. He seems like uh, a, Take it easy, I, Kelly. <laughs> he seems like he'd be a good hang. I could go. I could probably hang out with Antonio Banderas. Yeah, I like that one. All yeah. right. Uh, of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.